Batman, should I buy Solana or should I buy Phantom? This is what I got asked 12 times this week. And so let's go there. Let's compare the adoption, the potential, the price prediction, the inflow of developers, the total value locked, all the important metrics. Let's look at Phantom, let's look at Solana, and let's do a research together to find out which one is the better asset to hold. Now, if you're new to this channel, this is about revenue systems, saving system, and investment systems for you. And if your revenue systems are not producing that much money that you have enough surplus to invest, then you might check Strategy Sprints, the new book coming out right now because it's about the 12 things to improve your revenue system. John Lee Dumas says that it's Simon's blueprint to ensure your company becomes on fire. John Jonas says it's all about becoming the CEO. These are just some voices about the book. Nir Eyal says it doesn't just grow your business, it grows also your enjoyment of life. And he's the author of Hooked and Indistractable, so he knows what he's talking about. And the reason why I tell you this is because eight days before the growth festival starts. And so during these eight, last eight days to get the book and the nine masterclasses for 29 bucks instead of 99. So uh, eight days if you wanna increase your revenues. Now, if you have enough revenues, let's go and invest parts of the profits. Today, we check Solana versus Phantom. We will look at utility, traffic, decentralization, TBL, market cap, to see which one is really most suited for your portfolio. Let's see. This is a very nice overview done by CoinXMs. It's not precise and always updated, but roughly it will tell us some direction. We will add then our own numbers to this, but it's a nice visualization and it shows you the ticker if you don't know Solana and Phantom. So utility, they give Phantom a slightly higher utility than Solana, but I think this is based on future expectations because Solana is obviously right now much more mature in terms of usage and utility. If you look at the whole ecosystem, there is nothing you cannot do on Solana, including NFTs, liquidity pools, um, trading, lending, staking, swapping. There is nothing you cannot do. And um, it's fast and it's technically wonderful. Phantom is all also fast and technically very accurate. It has huge potential and it might be the Phantom of 2022. It, both coins are on our top 10 and I hold both coins, so I believe in both coins. But today we compare them to each other because it makes things even more precise. So what about the fee? How expensive is it to use it? According to this, Solana is expensive, but if you have used it, the experience is really that uh, it's super cheap. Delay, there is a slight slightly more delay on Solana, but again, if you have used it, it feels like this compared to Ethereum, right? And then the traffic, there is so much going on on Phantom right now that Phantom wins this one, even if Solana has a ton going on. 
Then, what about the supply? Well, the supply is, in this case, won by Phantom. Staking are both fine, 7%, 10%. And inflation, they see 5%. I actually, my numbers say that Solana is at 10% inflation compared to the 30% of Avalanche. That's why they are in the top 10 and Avalanche not. But okay, they this number says 5%. We have, have different ways um, to, to calculate it. And then inflation on the Phantom side is 7% according to this. So again, something where Solana is winning. Smart contracts, usage, both ready, fully deployed, both. Um, retail gateways, both. Wallets, both a ton of wallets. And then we have now decentralization. Now this is where Solana is uh, multiple times more decentralized than Phantom, but both are moving towards decentralization. Now if we think of nodes and validators, first what's the difference between a node and a validator? A node is in a validator, but a validator runs a node plus has an extra backup, a full copy of the whole blockchain in addition because it helps secure the blockchain and um, helping remembering everything and copying and storing and backing up and so it creates the security but there are also governance elements so it says yes to transaction by um, again securing being a quality loop and saying yes this transaction goes through this is legit and so nodes are the same thing as validators but validators on top of running a node they run also parts of the government governance functions so they have governance functions like voting and saying yes or no so being a quality loop but also they have a function of backing up the whole the whole history the whole information of the whole blockchain as one additional backup in case something happens and we need to remember and restore the data. Um, year of public start, we have two years earlier start for Phantom, which shows you the speed of Solana. It just started 2020, which is not two years ago right now. And um, that's the speed of adoption and the momentum that Solana has. So both are wonderful coins. In this comparison, um, we have a we have many pros and cons for both you you decide what fits your portfolio best but let's get some more numbers because based on this i wouldn't take a decision right you need more fundamental analysis and you need also technical analysis on top of that so what do we need for fundamental analysis we need also the tvl what is the total value locked of solana total value locked 9.64 billion. I checked this on DeFi Lama, by the way, and um, it's moving side, whereas, which is also an important indicator, right? You want to see if adoption is increasing or not. So the TVL is flat. We know Solana had some problems. Many people talk about the DDoS attack. I, I see congestions, yes, because of usage. I don't see DDoS attacks or problems in, in that category, actually. Um, but I see the congestion basically because of radium and projects coming up there. 
but yeah, there is the total TBL of 9.6 billion on the Solana side compared to the 7 billion on the Phantom side. And Phantom is in the game longer. But look at the last days of Phantom. So sentiment for Phantom is stronger because the last days it has been peaking. So there is something going on for Phantom right there. And the recent change is high. What else do we need for fundamental analysis? Of course, the market cap. What's the market cap of Solana? Solana has a market cap of 46 billion, which makes it, of course, slow to move, actually both upwards and downwards, because it's huge, 46 billion compared to the Phantom 7.4 billion. So we really have here a 7 billion, uh, which is really small, and 46, which is huge, which makes them not even comparable, right? It's hard to compare something um, large cap to small cap, but here we are. And um, you have now many, many, many contact points, data points. What else do you need? Now, this was the fundamental part for the technical analysis. Now, it's good that you have at least three to five indicators, right? When you decide, should I buy or not? Let's pick Phantom and let's see which indicators can you look at. If you don't know where to look for the indicators, my tip is to start a free TradingView account. I am not sponsored by them. I just use it because it's free and it works fine. So um, get a free TradingView account and look at four indicators first. So you have three indicators that you can use for free. I would personally pick the Bollinger Bands, the RSI, and the Directional Bias. So here we go. Let me make this a little bit easier to read for you. Let's move to the week, which makes things more clear. Or the day. So, if this is the day for Phantom, I would look at three things. One is the Bollinger Bands, which are these two bands here. You want to buy when it touches the lower Bollinger Band, that would be 1.8 here. You want to sell when it touches the upper Bollinger Band, 3.19 in this case. Second thing is to watch for the trend trend as you can see here we had a green trend a very long green trend then a short red trend and now it has switched to green again so the best moment to buy obviously is at the end of the red as soon as it switches green that's the that's the entry point and the opposite is the exit point now you would have two indicators if those two fire now watch for the third one. The third one is the RSI. In crypto, you wanna have, you wanna buy with an RSI below 30, and you wanna sell with an RSI above 70. You have these three indicators, all three at once. If they fire at once, go. And then, even better to have four indicators. I wanna have at least five indicators. So 
A fourth one can be, you just Google the fear and greed index, that's a free indicator. And if it's in the red, it's time to buy. So when everybody's fearful, this is when investors buy. And when everybody is greedy in the green, this is when you sell or just hold. Hope that helps. You have now fundamental analysis on both coins and two, uh, four indicators that you can use for free. So my suggestion is this is how you can um, inform your decisions moving forward. Let me know what you need next compared and I'm happy to do it. Keep rolling, everybody.